0: And there were so many people coming out, we were running out of tools and running out of places and almost running out of, of things to do. I remember one of, one of the weekends, it was just over, overwhelming with uh, the amount of like support and everything for people just wanting to come in and, and give a hand.
1: This is a Life in Motion audio experience, a podcast about travel,
0: action sports, culture, and more.
1: What's up and welcome to episode 52 of Life in Motion. I've got Lilo and John from RVA Moore on the line. RVA Moore is a community of mountain bikers in Richmond, Virginia focused on making their local trails better through people, tools, and advocacy. From group rides to trail building, I'm excited to see what kind of impact they're having. So thank you both for being on the show today.
2: Thank you. Thank you.
1: So before we get kind of into RVA Moore and and everything that you all are doing, uh, let's take some time to talk about yourselves uh, to kind of set up the background story of where you grew up, what kind of hobbies you had growing up, kind of where did it all start and how did you get to where you are today? Um, so, uh, Lilo, I'll let you go ahead and, and go
2: first. <laughs> thanks, John. I mean, thanks, thanks Jeremy, sorry. <laughs> um, yeah, so I'm originally from Spain and I uh, grew up on the water and um, did a lot of skiing in Sierra Nevada and started to ride my bike a lot more. Um, and that sort of led into uh, moving to Richmond via going to school up in Boston and getting more skiing in. And I was a ski instructor there and did a lot of mountain biking up in Vermont and did a little bit of just casual racing with Norba and then uh, moved here to Richmond and started to... I live very close to Pocahontas state park. Literally it's in my backyard. So I, um, started to, you know, ride the trails there. got lost many, many times (laughs) and realized that, Hey, you know, I need a, I need to find other people to ride with. And, um, that led to my joining the bell joy all women's group and seeing All the different um, levels of riders and then I became part of a team uh, River City Women's Racing which does a lot of uh, off-road and uh, crits and uh, on-road as well and then um, came across RVA more because several of my teammates were part of the board and uh, it was really exciting yeah So I started to see what they were doing and with with RVA Moore's community rides, which we did up until last year. Unfortunately, COVID um, put a little halt on that. So um, I volunteered with being a sweeper. I I love to be at the back end because I know what it's like to be behind and slow. And then I decided, well, you know, I want to just encourage a lot of these riders um, especially the women riders through Bell Joy's program to you know to really enjoy the trails. So that sort of uh, put me in with wanting to join RVA more, that, and that, and I got voted in as a director, one of the board directors.
1: That's, that's awesome. Um, and that's, that's quite a story of how you got there, too. So if, if you had like a, a skiing background, kind of like you said, obviously, there's not many mountains uh, around Richmond. Um, so did you kind of start gravitating towards mountain biking more, I guess, because of that? Is, and and uh, if so, why?
2: Um, well, yes, you're right. I mean, for us, uh, the closest would be Wintergreen. Yeah. Uh, And and, um, I, my other background too, is I'm a triathlete. So I've gone all the way up to Ironman distance and I climbed the, um, we did the ascents of Wintergreen Mountain and which is outside of Charlottesville, two hours from Richmond. And then I realized, hey, they've got trails. This is more fun to be on a trail than to be climbing the roads, um, which wasn't, you know, it's obviously more challenging, but I like being on the trails more. So it sort of led to that. And then uh, a one side thing is that you'd ask about um, how this has impacted my lifestyle. Well, I um, actually do work in the outdoor industry by um, my company, which I started uh, 24, 23 years ago. We um, do a lot of things for the outdoor industry as well. So that's sort of how it's spun off. And I have a whole series of bike related items that I sell as well. Make that's, and sell.
1: That's awesome. It just kind of surrounds you that whole lifestyle then.
2: <laughs> yep, exactly. Yep.
1: And uh, John, what about yourself?
0: Um. Well, I'm uh, originally from uh, Norfolk, Virginia. Okay. I uh, grew up there in the 90s in inner city Norfolk. So there were not a ton of outdoor things to do so i clung on pretty hard to like bmx and uh skateboarding um
1: so mount, mount trashmore and north side yeah. stuff
0: oh yeah yeah a lot of surfing my grandparents lived uh, on the oceanfront so lots of surfing and skateboarding and bmx and then uh when i was like nine years old i started racing bmx on the more dirt style tracks before everything was paved and um yeah and then uh, kind of got into mountain biking Probably when I was like 11 or 12, my dad was a big mountain biker in the 90s, and he always had all these really cool – he was big big into like Cannondale yeah. back then and had all those like funky-looking Super Vs and everything else. And um, also he was a big road biker, so I would tag along with that and then just kind of got into that. And then um, after a while when I hit about, oh, I guess probably around senior of, of uh, high school, the, uh, the fixed gear scene blew up. all the way probably from you know on the east coast in particular you know like the bike messenger and everything kind of got big and alley cat races and stuff started throughout richmond and norfolk and dc and was kind of part of that and into the punk rock scene and did some mountain biking here and there but not as much um and then i started uh whitewater boating and doing a lot of whitewater kayaking and uh california in my early 20s and that's kind of where I really started to mountain bike a lot out there and it just kind of went from there I I worked in the whitewater industry for about 10 years and always had a bike and was just anywhere I could anytime I had the time to get off I'd go either rock climb or mountain bike or find some river to run and so yeah just kind of you know any anything everything outdoors I I really enjoy it trail building what whatever um worked for James River Park System when I first moved up to Richmond and Uh, Got to know a bunch of people there, and that's kind of where I discovered RVA more and um, always was really, really liked what they did, but didn't really have the opportunity um, to do any work with them while I was at the park because it was conflict of interest. So um, there was, right before COVID happened, there was a big race, in a big gravel race in um, Cocohannis, and I was down there and saw a bunch of the guys at RVA Moore. I knew a couple of them. I was like, "Hey, you know, what, what do you do to get you know to become more of a part of this thing?" And I said, "Well, come to a board meeting." So I did and um, mm-hmm. met everybody. And then and then I got to become part of the board during COVID. So I really I feel kind of bad. I haven't had a whole lot of because um, I'm not super computer savvy um, or or really uh, technology savvy in general. So I don't have like a ton of i'm not super helpful in that area i'm more of like if there's an event or something like that i can i can do that or if there if you need somebody to go like dig a trail i'm I'm more more into that side of things so um but it's been great i you know it's it's been super fun
1: yeah that makes sense and that's a that's a great story too kind of that whole tradition or transition from bmx to whitewater to mountain biking to kind of everything in between and you even have some experience working with the parks and stuff there and uh, with James River. Um, so, so when you all got introduced to um, uh, uh, RVA more, was it, was it kind of a, a pretty well-known well-established things or did you kind of hear it through like the friends you were riding with? And that's kind of how you got your introduction to it.
2: Um, well, I have to tell you, I saw the RVA more, trailer park at so many events that I would ride at. And I um, you know, so have a presence um, there. And I always stop by and, and, and check out what they had and the information. So that's sort of how I um, that and then along with my teammates who were on the bo- who are on the board, um, they just gave me more information. I just thought it was really cool how um, you know, the impact that we're having here locally in Richmond, um, with our trails, along with a pump park that was just built earlier th- uh, last year. And so that's, that's very, it's been really exciting.
1: That's, that's awesome. And yeah, and that's, what I was curious, because I know, you know, there's some instances, like even some like community organizations around here where uh, they're fairly big, but you gets kind of hard to stumble upon them sometimes. So it's cool that that it was, that they have already had that presence. Um, but, but speaking of which, obviously you all RVA more is, um, a community of mountain bikers, you know, but what, what exactly all do you, do you all do?
2: Um, John, do you want to answer that
0: one? Uh, well, so, uh, sure. Um, so essentially, um, I mean, there's numerous different things. Um, we, uh, I'm probably going to need a little help from you as well, Lilo. But uh, yeah, so we do lots of trail building and volunteer events where, uh, because everybody likes to, especially um, as the trail systems throughout Richmond grow, people want to be a part of building those trails. So we do lots of volunteer program, uh, volunteer uh, trail building events and stuff like that on weekends. And I guess sometimes even weekdays and people come out, not so much during COVID of course, but, Uh, Prior to COVID, everybody would come out, you get a big group of people and dig some new sections of trails out and go and meet a bunch of people. And it's just, yeah, stuff, different, different things like that. Um, Sponsorships, I believe as well. Am I right, Lilo?
2: Yes. We also uh, work in getting sponsorships from local businesses that have helped to, uh, like this last project that we did last year with the pump park, um, you know, in the other part of the city. And that's been a huge success with, you know, brings out kids from all different ages and adults as well to, you know, practice their skills at the pump park. And it's been really successful and and very well received. So that was another big project that RVA Moore was part of. Um, And we had to get sponsors to, to help with the cost and uh, getting it all set up as well.
1: Of course. A lot of, a lot of community, community relations there. So, Going back to like the volunteer stuff, um, how, how big is your volunteer base? Um, obviously, like I said, with, or like you mentioned with COVID, obviously there's exceptions to everything, but typically how big is that? And then also um, how, how big is, is your footprint as far as like the trails go? You know, are you, are you working with uh, private and public land? Are you kind of in a designated area that you all just focus on or like kind of what, what does that footprint look like?
0: Um, so we we work with uh, most of the park system. So like, for instance, uh, we work a lot with James River Park and their trail crew. And we also work with Pocahontas State Park in particular and their trail crew. Um. So that's mostly public that we uh, that we do. I know there's been um, Some talk here and there about private, but mostly I think what the what RBA more focuses on is more public.
2: Right that's that's correct so so
1: is that more like um you know you said you working with the park system a lot is it kind of where they you know they have the land obviously and then they're you know they have a an idea for a trail and th- they just you know ask you all to come in and, and volunteer and help make it and clean it up or whatever whatever needs to be done or are there also like collaborative um projects I guess you know we're like hey we had the space what should we do to make this trail better I guess if that makes sense.
2: Um, Well you know I can uh, as an example last year we had a lot of flooding um, that actually canceled one of our uh, big park races there uh, at Pocahontas State Park and so we put out an Hey, SOS uh, Richmond folks uh, and people who love to use the Pocahontas State Park, you know, there's been a lot of flooding and we need your help to, you know, clean up all the debris from the rains that we got. And over 200 people showed up. It was really great. Yeah. And so everybody showed up. It was uh, hours and hours of people being there and just cleaning the trails, picking up, Um, you know, life jackets uh, that were sitting on top of the swings because the water had gone all the way up to the swings, you know, above the swings and everything had floated away. And so all these people showed up. Um, And that was uh, on a weekend that uh, another group also did the same thing. So there were close to like, would you say, John, 400, maybe 300 people out there helping to clean up the park? Oh, yeah, it was to the
0: point where the we were running out of tools Um, and there were so many people coming out. we were running out of tools and running out of places and almost running out of of things to do. I remember one of, one of the weekends, it was just over overwhelming with uh, the amount of like support and everything for people just wanting to come in and give a hand.
1: Yeah, that's awesome. And yeah, that's, that's great that you had the community buy-in and I'm, I would imagine that some of those people probably aren't just mountain bike riders either they might be runners or, or you know yeah. hikers or whatever whatever yes. um, as well they get involved right
2: oh absolutely absolutely yes definitely i mean we put i mean we had people from um some of the trail running groups that are that use the park others that like to race there Um, Just the general folks that go and either um, hike or like to use a swimming pool. I mean, it just drew everybody from all different, um, not just mountain biking, but just everybody wanted to come out and support it. I mean, the weather was so bad. It was in the news and all you could see was all this water everywhere and things had been washed away and and broken. And just, it was really, um, it was really, you know, an impactful uh, storm that we had.
1: Yeah. Well, and, and at the same way, I don't, I, you know, obviously it was a bad situation with the flood or whatnot, but also gives the opportunity to say, Hey, this is a group that's out here. Um, mm-hmm. And all these people get this extra awareness from that. to hopefully kind of continue that on. Um, so, so back to, um, I, I know, you know, looking at the website, a couple of different things, um, you know, building trails, you know, we kind of touched on that some, but, um, And I know some of this has kind of changed, like I said, obviously, with COVID. But you guys do a lot of uh, ride organizing as well, typically, I should say.
2: Yes. Uh, There's usually uh, once, I believe it's once a month, there'll be what we call a community ride. And um, it gets posted on our Facebook page and through the different social groups uh, that are out here in Richmond. And it brings out people from all different levels. Uh, and, you know, we try to, um, me, I'm from Spain, so I speak Spanish. So I try to reach out to um, the Spanish community and oh, say, yeah. hey, there's this community, right? Come on out. And, you know, I'll talk to people and, and let them know, yeah, you know, come join us. It's really great. And afterwards, there's a place that we go for a beer. So, or two. So, well,
1: yeah, one or two, yeah. you know. <laughs>
2: Yeah. So that's also the social part. And then, you know, people would be like, Oh, well, this is great. You know, tell us when the next one isn't so we would have a date that's already in our calendar and um it would just bring out a lot of um um you know, awareness of who we are and what we do and you know, try to be involved with the community and um and and have everybody come out and ride their bikes all different levels and we make it obviously no drop so um you know there are people who come out in their little uh, when well, they're hybrid bikes to super high-tech very expensive mountain bikes
1: that's awesome kind of include include everybody there right
2: absolutely absolutely yeah yeah
1: um and then, so, and then you kind of mentioned, so, you know, you have the group ride and then you go back to, you know, whatever place to grab a beer or two. So with that, do you have different, um, and I know you kind of mentioned sponsorships earlier, but do you have like different, like, I guess, strategic kind of community partnerships or sponsorships or whatever you call them? Um, like for things like that, like, like what, what does some of those include? Like as far as like the community involvement with other businesses that, that may not be mountain bike related.
2: Uh John, do you want to add to that?
0: Uh, Well, you know, just um, as far as, you know, working with, uh, you know, various bike shops in the area and uh, different breweries and stuff like that. And because of course, you know, beer and bikes is, they go hand (laughs) in hand. Um, And uh, yeah, various different, different businesses. Um, Yeah, definitely bike shops for sure or any, any, anything that's kind of like outdoor related.
1: Yeah, <laughs> that, that's, that's awesome. And then I know, and another thing I saw on the website or whatnot is different um, kind of advocacy and, and education programs. Um, so, so what all does that entail? You know, are you, I'm sure you, or I would assume, I guess, that you're reaching working with younger kids and kind of getting them in and, and trying to, advocate also for the community to say hey we need these trails here what can you do to help us what what does some of that stuff look like those those kind of partnerships uh
2: well so for example um pocahontas state park is in chesterfield county and so there is a group called the uh chain gang Chesterfield chain gang and uh, it's a whole um, it's youth that go out and ride the trails and then they will also get together with Henrico which is another county next door to us and their youth program uh, which also has a mountain biking um, team and then there are other teams as well and so we try to get the youth involved and a lot of those will also come out and volunteer and do trail work. So we, you know, that's another source of um, getting people engaged in especially at a a young age.
1: That's awesome. And to be able to, like you said, work, work with those, those uh, organizations to kind of bring up the, uh, bring up the younger, the younger generations um, for that. Um, and it's also that I'm, I'm kind of bouncing over a little bit, but one of the notes I had is, you know, going back to the trail building, um, I read somewhere that you got on the trail runner magazine, the top 10 top seven running towns. Was that, is that true?
0: I uh, was not aware of that. I wasn't <laughs> aware of it
1: either. It was Like I said, it was on the website when I was doing a little research. So I'm just yeah. saying, obviously you all are doing some, uh, some pretty good, uh, stuff as far as the the running trails go and obviously it you know goes into mountain oh, yeah. biking as well but
0: <laughs> well there's there's uh there's nothing i've never lived in a city that has anything quite like richmond i mean just in the city alone uh we have i don't even know just in james river park i think it's 40 40 Plus miles worth of single track and multi-use single track originally most of it was built by mountain bikers but has now once you know hikers and walkers it's been it's more multi-use um but orig- the original the original trails were built by mountain bikers and they were originally pirate trails and then have been sanctioned over the years by the city
1: i've never heard the, the term you said pirate trails
0: Yeah, yeah, no, it totally
1: makes sense. But I've never I don't think I've ever heard that before pirate trails. That's awesome. Um, So, so with that, you know, you guys, um, obviously kind of got involved with it, kind of by knowing other people and some some brand awareness Mm -hmm. that RVA more already had. Um, As far as, you know, finding new volunteers and finding new members and that kind of stuff. What's kind of your biggest like outreach with that? Is it, is it those group rides and different events or do you all do something else?
2: Um, Well, we post, uh, we post who we are at the bike shops. And um, I know that we were uh, looking to put our, like um, a tag that goes with every bike that gets sold at the bike shop that says, Hey, you know, this is RVA more, you know, you're buying a mountain bike. So check (laughs) us out, you know, and see what we do. Uh, and try to join RVA more. And, um, you know, that's another sort of outreach that we do to, you know, to let people know so, you know, yeah, we work with the bike shops, hang a little tag, and then hopefully they will read up on us and say, oh, this is really cool. And then, you know, we hopefully we'll get more members from that.
1: That's that's great. Now that, that makes sense, kind of a little welcome tag with the, with the bike that you get. Hey, you should probably check these people out too. <laughs> yep,
2: yeah, exactly
1: um so so do you all have any like specific uh, I don't know maybe stories or interesting stories from your time uh, either you know on, on a trail of course but you know whether that's with RVA more or not you know maybe a, a volunteer day or an event or anything like that
0: uh, yeah as far as volunteering I mean um, like for instance um, there was a new section of trail built right over um, behind uh, where um, Maymont is, Maymont Maymont Park. Yeah. And for a really, really long time, there was a really difficult – it's still there. It was a climb. They called it Stairway to Heaven. That's one of the names for it. Um, There's a couple different names. It's really technical. It's really burly. You're still more than welcome to do it. But instead of having to go and climb that and then cut all the way through the neighborhood that is attached to Texas beach used to have to hop on the road to get over to Texas beach. They made a cut through trail, James River park and RBA more and everybody got together and there was a, uh, cut through trail that was made. Um, and, uh, just being a part of that was just a, was a really big thing because you essentially, it just extended the North bank trail to where you didn't have to get on the road anymore. And just being a part of that and seeing everybody come out and, It just was just really really cool to just be a part of literally cutting instead of not necessarily um not necessarily kind of uh branching off of a trail but making like this entirely new really cool fun section of a trail was just really really neat to be a part of
1: that's that's awesome you have one too
2: uh me Lila yes. Uh, um I can remember uh, a while back I was on a trail um again because Pocono State Park is right next to my house. Uh I do a lot of my riding there. Um I remember I was out on the trail and I came across this family that was um Spanish speaking and they were going in the wrong direction on the trail. <laughs> so um, at at the park it's usually in one direction so that way you are not um coming across other riders and this was it was really cool because it was a mother was a family of four and they had a little kid who was on a um a strider bike um if you don't know what that is it's a pretty much like a learning bike that a two-year-old one or two-year-old would get on doesn't really have pedals they just use their legs to move along the with their bike so they were coming up the wrong way and I was riding by myself and all of a sudden I see these four people staring at me (laughs) in the middle of the trail and I uh, had to slam on the brakes and and pull myself together and said, hey, you know, we're, you guys are going in the wrong direction. And they, they unfortunately, they didn't speak um, English. So they couldn't read in English. So I explained to them how the trails at the park pretty much go in one direction. And they were actually on a mom bike trail when they should have been on a hiking trail
0: ah. um,
2: or they could have been on a hiking trail only because they had a, a child who was on a strider bike. But um, yeah, so half of them were riding and half of them were walking. So that's where I had to explain to them in Spanish, which came in handy uh, <laughs> <Yes>. about, <laughs> about how the trails work at the park and really encouraged them. And uh, and I told them, you I know, mean, at the time I wasn't part of RVA more, but I told them that I knew about RVA more and, you know, and really encouraged them to um, just, and I knew that they didn't read in English that, you know, they should at least look at the signs, um, which, you know, all have, you know, whether it's bikes, no bikes um, and, you know, hiking and so forth. So at least those helped, um, help them along the way. But yeah, it was, it was quite um, unexpected for me to run into (laughs) a family in the middle of the trail when you're going really quickly and um, had to slam on the brakes. So that was, that was my um, experience with them. But again, having been able to talk to them in Spanish and explain that to them, really, they were so grateful and they were so apologetic and so forth. And I say, hey, it's not your fault, you know, but I would definitely get off this trail ASAP. <laughs>
1: <laughs> that And that's, that's cool, you know, with um, you being able to kind of uh, build those bridges, you know, um, <laughs> with you know, if I, if I did that, I wouldn't be able to communicate that way. So it's, it's cool that you'd be able to kind of create those relationships that way. Um, and I could definitely, I have, I have a two-year-old at home. He just turned two and he has a little Strider bike. Um, <laughs> so I could definitely <laughs> imagine like coming up on him on a trail and like, whoa.
2: <laughs> yep. So,
1: <laughs> that's awesome.
2: Exactly.
1: So, so with, with y'all's time kind of um, with RVA more and, and, being involved in the trails and mountain bikes and all that stuff um, in general for so long in, in Richmond, what kind of impact have you seen it kind of have on, on the Richmond community? You know, is it, is, are you seeing more people getting active and more out there? Are you seeing more um, advocates for it or kind of like, is it kind of growing that way? What kind of changes have you seen?
0: Um, yeah. I mean, I think that, I mean, as far as just like, through RBA more and just, just in general, I mean, it just every day, I mean, COVID in general has just done tons for the outdoor industry on top of groups such as RBA more. Um, yeah, for sure. Just, just because there's, there's not a lot of options. So people are, are starting to go outside more. Um, Have
1: you noticed more people on the trail and whatnot since since kind of everything?
0: Absolutely. 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 Um, I know that uh, Clark, uh, he's uh, one of the head trail builders, and uh, he's been with RVA Moore for a really long time. He's one of the head trail builders at Pocahontas, and I know that for a while he um, was taken off of trail duty in the beginning of the pandemic because the, the parking lot at top of Pocahontas was so crowded really? that he was pretty much directing traffic for eight hours every Saturday. Oh, wow. And he's like the main guy that, that builds, he's like him and a couple other people are like the main guys that do all the trail work at uh,
1: Pocahontas. I guess I guess that's a, a good thing at the same time, you know, right?
2: <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, for sure. <laughs> no, it's, I mean, I, I can say definitely, um, you know, if, if I go off hours, meaning during the week, um, there are... I'm seeing more people out there because, hey, it's easy. If you live close to a park, um, they can go on their lunch hour. You know, they might be working from home, but I know several friends that will hop on their bike and ride for 45 minutes and then come back and then resume work from home. So, mm-hmm. um, so that's pretty cool. And so I, you know, I see more of that because those people would be at work, sitting at a desk, if they weren't work, weren't at home. So definitely more activity on the trails
1: yeah that's that's awesome and, and that totally makes sense it's kind of the same way here so i was kind of just kind of curious since we're a little bit of a smaller uh, city here in springfield um what you're noticing but so so to to kind of that community point you know what is um what what's one piece of advice that you might have for somebody you know in y'all's cases. Uh, you know, you kind of grew up in the outdoor lifestyle, mountain biking, um, skiing, rafting, all those sorts of things, and then kind of got involved um, kind of through different, act- those activities. But what would you, what would you tell somebody that's maybe trying to find or trying to almost create like that community that, that you were able to find with RVA more Um you know, for somebody that might, like I said, either maybe there's a, a a group out there and they don't know how to get involved with it, whether it's RVA more or a different group, or if, like I said, maybe there's not a group kind of around and there's just a bunch of pirate trails. Uh, what uh, what what advice would you have for them?
2: So I would say. Definitely, um, if you are in a smaller community that you are trying to find out what is available or how to get people together and engaged in in trying to build a community, you know, is to use social media. Um, it always starts off with a couple of friends, and then they tell their friends, and um, then it becomes more formalized where they can set up a nonprofit, um, so like we are a nonprofit, so. Uh, RVA Morris so we you know I think that it would be good to say here let's start off you know maybe posting something on a next door or a meetup uh, and and try to get together that way and then from there you know talk to your local park or talk to um, the public lands that are the people that are managing those public lands or private lands and see if you know, can we get together and, and cut out some trails? You know, it, be short, you know, basic, and then look out for grants from different organizations like Bell. Bell Helmets. Uh, Bell gave us a grant for our for uh, Pocahontas State Park that helped to build a whole bunch of our trail systems too.
1: Yeah, that's great. I like I like the the grassroots approach there, from just starting small and then kind of slowly working your way up there. Do you, you have anything to uh, add to that, John?
0: I, I think she hit the nail on the head. I mean, if, if, um, you know, like myself, uh, as I mentioned, sometimes I'm not always the, the most, uh, computer savvy. Um, and, uh, so sometimes I just, if, you know, always go to the local bike shops and just, just go talk to people, go talk to the, to the mechanics, go talk to just the people at the shops, ask around, you know, there's always group rides. There's always, various things and just kind of start small and yeah just just be be open ride with lots of people go and meet lots of people i know some it's easier easier for some harder for others but it's definitely a start you know there's always some there's always a riding partner out there for everybody
2: yep absolutely and you know and if not then start a group um and 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 post it out there hey i'm a beginner rider and i'm looking for other beginner riders and uh there may be one or two trails already in your town that you can say oh, well let's meet up there and then you know take it from there
1: yeah that's, that,
0: absolutely absolutely
1: that's that's awesome i i, I love that advice mm-hmm. and su- super simple but yeah like you said effective just you know start start with who you know or and or if not head to a bike shop and kind of grow from there so Um, so with that, where can people find, um, RVA more, um, online to see, see what you all are up to, see what kind of events you may have coming up, um, and, and whatnot.
2: So our website is rvamore.org and on there, it will explain a little bit about who we are, um, the different trails, our rides and events. And, uh, we also have a little shop online store and yeah, it would be rva more dot
1: Awesome. Well, uh, everyone, if you're in the the Richmond area, of course, check them out. Um, if not, check out the, check them out regardless, because uh, it sounds like there's some great uh, inspiration that you can pull from their organization. Maybe bring it to uh, you know your own local trails and create your own community around there, because that's that's what it's all about. So. Um, anyways, thank you both for being on the, on the podcast, uh, today and, and kind of sharing your, your little background story. And then also, um, you know, the kind of impact you're having on the local trail scene, um, there in Richmond. So I really appreciate it. You're
2: welcome. Yeah, thank you so much. Yeah. Thank, thank you. you.
1: Thanks for listening. And Hey, if you've made it this far and like what you've heard, go ahead and hit that subscribe button and let your friends know about life in motion until next time.